What's going on, everyone, and welcome to episode 17 of Ramblin' Gamers Matinee. In this show, we will be discussing the latest episode of the newest Marvel and Star Wars shows releasing on Disney+. Plus. However, we aren't watching Bad Batch because we haven't watched Clone Wars, so right now we're just discussing news surrounding um, different media. But, of course, if there's any other geeky show that comes out on a different service, we'll discuss that as well because we're losers and we'll watch it. We will also discuss any news that has come out regarding new shows, casting updates, and much more. If you guys are liking the show and want to stay up to date, please give us a follow on Twitter or and slash or Instagram at Ramblin' Gamers. We've also started streaming on Twitch, and you can locate these streams at twitch.tv slash Gamers. If you are liking our content and would like to see more, please, you know, go on, go on and give this a share with a friend. So we can continue to make content for everyone. But you know, before we get into the news, Adam, what have you been watching? What have you been? What have you been up to media-wise the past week? I've been watching a whole lot just because it's been like super, super nice out. So I've been outside the past few days, and any like time I'm inside, I've been getting really into a video game, uh, which you can hear me talk about on Tuesday. Okay, okay. I, but no, you know, I'm, nothing, I'm excited nothing, to hear about it. Nothing really new in terms of um uh media, but I've been um I've been feeling excited to like see movies in the theater again. Yeah, okay, so honestly, uh let me just, you know, talk about what I've been watching. Um I'm back home for the summer because uh, I uh, the internship I'm working at, you know, it's closer to my closer to my home. So uh, my dad doesn't watch the best TV. Um, so I've been watching some like Deadliest Catch and Gold Rush <laughs> with him. Nice. Um, so that's, I mean, it's always interesting to watch those shows for like an hour just to, you know, I like to watch different types of shows that I wouldn't normally watch because it's cool to get to see just like, you know, what interests other people. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen about an episode. I'm, I'm about done with it. It was interesting for about an hour. And now, you know, there's only so much, so much cr- like crab fishing I can watch. You know, it's it's crazy to me, and you know, I'm I'm not dissing on anyone who watches those shows, like to each their own and everything. But just personally for me, it's just like there's like there's no storyline or anything to the show. There isn't like an overall narrative. It's just you know, fishing. Like, yeah, are they gonna catch fish? And it's all dramatic when they're pulling up the the little cage with the with the crabs in it. And then it's like they they play like music, and then it like pauses, and it just pans to people's faces for a second, and then they show it, and there's like either no crab or crab, and then you either hear celebrations or just like like cussing, mm-hmm. um, and and then it just repeats itself for the next hour, and then you watch it again next week. So, uh, not my type of TV, but you know it it, it is kind of crazy seeing those people out in like thirty foot waves in the middle of nowhere and freezing temperatures catch some crab um but other than that you know i i haven't watched a whole lot first week of the internship and kind of busy so um but actually tonight i'm planning on watching the first james bond movie with daniel craig i'm, I'm my goal is to okay. watch all of those this summer so i believe it's casino royale i'm, I'm yeah. planning on watching that tonight or maybe tomorrow it's getting kind of late but um but i actually you know i'm gonna go a little bit off track i know we have our our little list of things that we talk about, but you bring up the the point about theaters and how you're excited to get back. And theaters have seen kind of a 
a rocky time during COVID, to probably put it lightly. And there are many people who probably feel that if they're able to just put these new movies on streaming services, you know, well, why should the theaters like even open back up? Like, let's just keep doing the streaming mm-hmm. thing. And I, I, you know, I just kind of want to get get your thoughts on this because because people have like really different opinions about that. About that, I'm sure uh, mine is different from yours. So uh, go ahead. Okay. Well, he, here's what I'm thinking in terms of um. Like new movies coming out on a streaming service, like yeah, you know, as a consumer, like it's it's just absolutely great. And I was able to even watch movies that I probably wouldn't have given the time of day to see in theaters anyway. Movies like like Mortal Kombat, which I like, you know, I I kind of enjoyed. And if I um like on a whim saw it in theaters, I I would have enjoyed it probably. Um, but just like going off of it, it was. wasn't something i would have been interested in there's like godzilla versus kong which like i did kind of want to see and then i watched it and it's really sweet that these movies are just uh, coming on a streaming service and i can just uh watch them for free a, th- a movie like once a month in mm. theaters at most um and that usually was reserved for like marvel movies change but down system that like you're not going to be able to have that mm-hmm. quality in your house without um, spending like a full so there's definitely you know? yeah oh yeah 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 um so it, there's definitely like an experience to it um that just makes seeing like marvel movies like really exciting like i think um i i don't know i know you haven't experienced this but like if black widow um debuted on disney plus it, i feel like it would have just been like like too different i feel like a lot of people um i don't know if i would have gone this far but like would be like upset that they're seeing like that movie for the first time not on like the big screen do you, you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's yeah. like and it's definitely like an experience to it and enough people attribute marvel movies to that experience um so i don't think theaters should um like die but I think that companies should keep releasing like quality movies on um, streaming services. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, that sounds perfect for you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of, I, you know, I have similar thoughts that there, that there are definitely movies that are coming out on HBO Max specifically um, because of the deal with like Warner Brothers that people wouldn't have gone to see. Um, and it, and it's crazy me sitting here saying that because I haven't even seen those movies and I could just go like I could just walk to my TV right now and watch them. Um, so that just goes to show you that I'm was 100% not going to go out to a theater and spend money to go see it when, you know, I'm already spending money on HBO Max and could watch it. It's just additive to what I'm already like consuming on HBO Max. Yeah. So I guess my thoughts on theater and I I definitely don't go to see as many movies as you do every year i would say i would go and see like two a year it was a little different when you and i were in college because since you go to movies more often i would probably go to movies more often but Mm -hmm. 
like before I even knew you, I was very rarely going to see movies. I would go and see any new Star Wars movie that came out. I'd see that in theaters. At the time, I wasn't even like a, like watching Marvel movies, so I didn't see those. So I can't really think of anything that I would I would go and see. There were probably times where I'd go like eight nine months without seeing anything in a the theater. Mm-hmm. So I'm to the point where if like if movie theaters were to cease to exist and I could never see a movie in theaters again, I personally wouldn't be disappointed. But I do see the appeal for like super big events. Um, like Black Widow, I feel like is going to be one of those where people are like, you know, we're getting back to to normalcy in this country. It looks like we're getting closer and closer uh, every single week. So I do think like when you and I go to see Black Widow in theater, because I'm assuming we're both going to do that together, mm-hmm. that the movie theater is definitely not going to be packed, but it, it's going to be, you know, there's going to be people in there and like everyone's going to be having a good time because we're like finally out like doing stuff again. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't get me wrong, I'm super excited for that. Uh and then just like going back even further to like Endgame. And you you said yourself that that experience watching that movie for the first time in like theaters with everyone reacting while while the movie was going on is something that was incredible and mm-hmm. that just enhanced like your viewing of the movie for the first time. Mm-hmm. So like I completely understand where people are coming from. Just like personally for me if theaters weren't a thing what i would do is i would just like get a better sound system and watch it on my tv and yeah sure it's it's not going to be like as good of a sound system or um as good of a picture on the you know with my tv most likely but at the end of the day like that's not like what i watch the movie for i watch it to enjoy it and i watch it for the story and i watch it because i I just want to be entertained and i can get all of those things at home Mm -hmm. and i don't think having slightly worse sound or slightly worse picture is gonna like ruin my experience because there's definitely downsides to going to movies as well as like you can't pause it if you need to use the bathroom you have Mm -hmm. to pay a fortune to buy snacks or you have to sneak them in uh you go to like a busy movie theater and you could just have like a stranger sitting next to you and you can't really like react to it in the same way that you normally would so there's definitely like pros and cons to both and i i completely see both sides i just like looking at it from like my point of view and like i'm like thinking as like a business as well is that in order to get like me to come back to theaters for movies that aren't marvel movies or star wars movies they're gonna need to like change what they're doing because i'm like i can tell you with 100 percent certainty that i'm not gonna go to a movie theater to watch a movie that is coming out on a streaming service that i don't have to pay for with yeah like obviously black widow is an exception because you have to pay like 30 extra dollars to see it i can actually go to a movie theater and see it for cheaper than that so Mm -hmm. i just kind of wonder like from a business standpoint what they're going to do to get people to come back because i i feel like it's going to be a lot harder than people are making it seem like making it sound and part of me wonders like what's going to happen with movies then because a box office the box office is where they get like a lot of their like their money back from like mm-hmm. uh, like these marvel movies get their budget back like one night at the box office almost yeah, I which mean, is that, why that, they were. That might be that might be an exaggeration. It might be like a weekend or two, but mm-hmm. which that's like the yeah. sole reason why they were 
waiting to release Black yeah. Widow. It's, yeah, well, I mean, when you have two hundred million dollar <laughs> movies, you know, yeah. you can't really afford to just start releasing them on a streaming service for free just to keep like you know the MCU timeline. Mm-hmm. With you. As much as I'm defending the um, like the movie theater experience as a consumer, like I have pretty much every or most of the um the streaming services, mm-hmm. um, like if a movie's coming out on both. And one I have to pay like seven dollars to see, and one I can watch for free at my house. I'm probably going to do the the free one. Yeah, and I think the Pixar movies are like great examples of that because I've I think I've seen every single Pixar movie except maybe like Brave, and they're not movies that I like really go to the theaters anymore. Like, yeah, I go to the, I went to the Toy Toy Story four, but like in recent time I haven't gone to see the Pixar movies, and I've just waited to like rent them on something. But mm-hmm. it was cool to watch it like when it came out and like participate in like yeah. social media with it because I I wouldn't have done that normally. Mm-hmm. So and the uh, same same with you with like something like Mortal Kombat and Godzilla vs Kong is you you probably would have just waited for it to come out and so you could rent it for like a buck or two or mm-hmm. just never have seen it at all. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we I, we can move on to our first story. That actually, you know, ate up a bit of time because it it is a little bit of a light news day. Um, you know, we don't have episodes to talk about right now, so we're just gonna catch you up on some casting updates and you know a couple other things. But first, we're just gonna we, Adam and I were discussing our thoughts on Endgame because um, there's been a lot of talk with Dave Bautista, you know, kind of calling it quits on Drax after this next Guardians movie. About there's been a lot of talk on Twitter about how they handled his character. A lot of people say that his character's arc is kind of ruined because now that Thanos is dead uh, from the comics, there isn't a whole lot left to to develop on Drax's character. Um, but they didn't really do a whole lot of that development with Thanos anyway, so that's what left people really disappointed. Um, a lot of people thought that he should uh, Drax should be the one to kill Thanos, and it it kind of just got us talking about different things in endgame that maybe bothered us or that we liked and i kind of want to just start it out and we can get towards the end of the movie a little bit later but i had i had a question mm-hmm. for you adam because i i think i have like a good grasp on the the time travel in that yeah. so i just want to you know correct me if i'm wrong in any and anything that i'm saying here so when they go back in time it's not like really back in the past it's a different timeline in the past. So anything that they change isn't going to affect like their future. So yeah. they go back and they grab the infinity stones from this different timeline. And Tilda Swinton's character, I, what is her name again? Ancient one. Yeah. She says, she's like, if you take these stones, okay, because you're changing our timeline, like ours is going to go way off and it's not going to follow yours because you're changing it. To mm-hmm. which Mark Ruffalo says, well, we can come back to this exact time and put the stone back. Okay. Yeah. But because they went back and changed the timeline, that's now an alternate timeline. So now, now we veered off. So now there's two. Okay. There's the MCU one and then there's Tilda Swinton on the roof with Hulk when they took the stones. So when Mm -hmm. Captain America comes back to put those stones back, he travels back to this, to this, uh, presumably the same timeline in which the stones were taken. But once you put the stones back, you're changing something. 
So wouldn't there be a third little branch that goes out and that one's time timeline is still fucked and that other one would have it would just be a different timeline. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's making it really really complicated. Time time travel since it's not really based on anything like like tangible or real like there's there's real like theories of time travel but mm -hmm. it, it's not really based on um science like on, we did on, on, on anything on anything yeah. real you i feel like you can always tear apart movies and stuff but that's that's really that's really interesting um and there might be something that explains it but i just haven't it, found anything i thought you're gonna go in the direction of like oh when captain america stayed behind like that he kept like an alternate timeline branch where he like stayed with peggy um which was weird but then um i don't know i'm actually hoping we like get more of an explanation in loki because i don't know if you saw like the most recent trailer but it seems like they're going to really delve into um how like loki messed up the timeline there's like the the agency that like keeps everything like together in like mm -hmm. one unified timeline and they kind of like exist out of that yeah. and then loki by like escaping with the tesseract created like a different a time like he, branch and then they're they're like they're, they're trying to like you know clip all the clip yeah. all the branches and like tidy things up so I, they're dealing with loki so, so I, i'm he, go ahead I, I'm hoping it, there is kind of more of an explanation to the time travel mm -hmm. in Loki, and I think it's possible. Yeah, that that's kind of what I'm looking for too from that. And when he took the Tesseract, that would be essentially what the Avengers were doing in Endgame, but just without returning the stone. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I, I'm I'm really hope that they you know can make it. Like about as, like I I have a good grasp on it. I feel like I understand it. I just think that that little bit needs a bit of explaining. Um, because you, you know that... have you seen the movie Donnie Darko? No. Okay, I'm not gonna say anything because anything I say would be a spoiler. Okay, <laughs> I'll add that to my list because I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um. um that... do, do you have any thoughts on Endgame though? Just you know. And I know we were talking kind of about the end. If you wanted to touch on that a little bit, I I think they did it the best they could. Like as a fan, it was enjoyable. Um, mm -hmm. In in terms of like story in the movie, and then like fan service to the whole like MCU, I think they they did it like the best way they could. And like you can pick it apart and say like aspects of it were flawed, and like yeah, where it was, but um, yeah, I like I enjoyed watching it. And at the end of the day, that's. That's kind of where I measure these movies. Yeah, I, I agree. The, the reason that we got onto this topic is because a lot of people that I were, was seeing on Twitter were saying that Drax should have been the one to kill Thanos because of what happens in the comics. And, you know, I, I get what they're saying. It's just like, it, I feel like it's hard in, in one turn to say they they didn't develop Drax's character enough to make it to make him like truly show why he hated thanos and and give us like a reason to believe that like he can't stand thanos but then in the very next breath say that like he should have been the one to like end this 23 film saga you know i i i i think that you know they definitely don't follow the comics one one for one one to one and i don't think they claim to 
at all either they, they know that they do their own thing and if you're you know 23 films deep into the mcu and you don't um and you're still upset that they're not following the comics then um you know maybe the movies just aren't for you and that's okay yeah but it, it just you know every time i see complaints about that on twitter always is a bit like like seeing it one time is like oh i like i wish they would have done this like they did in the comics you know i feel like that's fine but like when you're saying you wish things were completely changed <laughs> like for one like one reason or another but like they weren't they, it wouldn't have made sense because they didn't follow like other parts of the comics mm-hmm. just, especially cuz cuz here here's this is going off something that we also talked about before we started recording um that just in general like not even in an end game with him killing thanos that drax's character wasn't like written or portrayed up to his potential like dave bautista is like doing a great job he's a really Mm -hmm. he's a really good actor but in terms of who the character is they kind of have him more in a um like a comedic relief role Mm -hmm. um so going off of that like i i think like yeah on paper like with his backstory and everything like it would have been a cool closure to like him to be the one to kill Thanos. But as like the person watching the movie, I feel like it would have been kind of weird if he was the one to do it just because of like how his character is already being portrayed in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Especially because like the ending that we actually got with, with Iron Man being the one to do it to me, that just like makes more sense from what we've had in like this whole series, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to me like i can't think of anyone that it would have made more sense for like there are other characters who could have done it that that i think would have been good like captain america just being like the first one to come like hit for him to make like the ultimate sacrifice that's Mm -hmm. like right up his alley you know but in saying that like i also really like his ending of like finally getting to be happy with peggy and like in his time which is basically what he wanted from the start like he didn't he didn't really want to it didn't seem like he really wanted to fight he was doing it because he had like good morals and everything Mm -hmm. so i like the way that they ended each of like the six character uh, you know the six main characters and i know that they're continuing with thor for example and they're gonna continue with um hulk and hawkeye but i guess just like with the characters that they aren't continuing with anymore like they ended them in a good way. Uh, the only one that I have like a little bit of gripe with is like Black Widow, mainly because like I just wish it was Hawk. Because like who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. I I do. Um, I thought about that too. I felt I feel like that scene would have been more impactful if it was Hawkeye. Like if they dug way more into um, him like murdering people. <laughs> in the movie mm-hmm. and then he was the one to like sacrifice himself to like undo all that for his family and stuff i feel mm-hmm. like that would have been way more impactful yeah and i've also thought about like who else but uh like at, in the same turn i'm like trying to think of like because at the end of the day like there are probably other characters that i'd want less than either one of them to die but mm-hmm. i can't think of any characters that they could have sent that like loved each te- loved each other enough to like actually get the stone yeah that were like part of that group mm-hmm. you know and that that's i know a lot of people bring it up is like why didn't nebula like say anything mm-hmm. i guess because like what if they had like and you know maybe we're getting too deep into it but what if they had sent like i see it all the time like just like hulk and ant-man like they wouldn't have been able to get the stone <laughs> yeah 
so, but then like you also go into turn like if they decided to send like Hulk and Ant Man, maybe Nebula would have been like, well, maybe we should send like two other people. And she like knew about Black Widow and Hawkeye and knew that they'd be yeah. able to get the stone. Um, wh- one other thing I want to touch on a little bit is this was discussed in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And we, honestly, we might have even talked about it on the podcast. So if we did, just stop me. But I kept seeing stuff on YouTube. I, I watch New Rock Stars sometimes for the Easter egg videos. Mm-hmm. And he had said that when Ju- uh, Val, Julia Louis Dreyfus's character, had said, like, it's a little bit of a gray area who owns the shield. He kept saying that this shield came from, like, a different timeline because, like, mm-hmm. Cap came back. But, like, correct me if I'm wrong, Cap took his shield from the MCU timeline back in time. So, like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's safe to assume that he just brought, like, it, he could have brought a different shield back, like, technically. But I feel like it's safe to assume that it's just that same shield. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm not sure what people are on about that. that that's kind of what I assumed. Like, when he left he had the shield on his physical body Mm -hmm. which would have traveled back in time so like when he traveled back in time to another timeline and that timeline there could have been two captain america shields the one he brought from his own timeline and then Mm -hmm. the one that just like existed and was probably like in the ice somewhere yeah Um, but then when he brought his shield back it was the same shield from that time. Yeah, honestly, that's that's even like that, that's even better to say is that like it's not like he had to sneak into a warehouse to get the shield. Like it was it was frozen in the mm-hmm. it, like it, it was uh, not found. So I'm not 100 percent sure where people are coming from with that. Like uh, without knowing for certain, like I feel like it's just safe to assume that it's that shield. Like we have no reason to believe it's not. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, do you have anything else to add for Endgame, or should we we can move on to our next few stories? I did. If, I did want to. I did want to mm-hmm. say we were talking about yeah. people who could have killed Thanos, and like still had it been like like a great movie. Um, I feel like if they had handled Thor a little differently in Endgame, that he could have done it and been the one to die. Because you know there there was that whole arc of him in Ragnarok and Infinity War of him talking about how he has like super armor basically like he can't lose a fight and then like he beat himself up because he like (laughs) he blames himself for like thanos winning that battle yeah so i don't know i've thought about that before like what if what if thor was the one to do it and sacrifice himself at the end end game and i i feel like had they not done like the fat thor and made him like comedic relief for half the movie um that they probably could have gotten away with thor doing it but i think they were at that point they were already at the point of um like out outside behind the scenes influence one being that um robert downey jr was done and chris hemsworth like wanted to keep playing thor (laughs) yeah and i I, it's like it's like one of those things like looking at it outside of like the main six avengers for me like it doesn't like it would have had to have been one of them to like make the ultimate like like die to save everyone mm-hmm. you know what i mean because yeah. it's just like also like logistically like they're all coming towards the end you know like who knows how many projects they have left in them yeah so i feel like probably a lot of them were ready uh, we're getting to the point where they were ready to move on um if if they weren't already there they're like getting close we it just happened to be robert downey jr and um uh, Chris Evans, who wanted it to be done. I mean, you you brought up the point before we started recording that Nebula 
um, who does it in the comics as well, um, could have done it. And I, I do think that's a good option. It's just um, for the for the, what we had gotten in the in the movies, it would have just made more sense if one of the main six Avengers had done it. Um, mm-hmm. And then for that, like I feel like you can just narrow it down even further. And it like it should have just been Captain America, Iron Man, or Thor. So. Yeah, but uh, we we can move on. Yeah, uh, give us your thoughts on the ending and ending of Endgame, you know, in our, in our social. But uh, these next four stories are you know super quick. We're probably going to go through them a couple minutes each. Uh, this the, the first one being Sebastian Stan recently said that he will continue to play Bucky as long as Marvel keep calling him. We kind of like thought that he'd be in other projects so i, I just kind of wanted to pose the question of like what other future project could you see him do you, do you expect to see him in next because i don't i don't think we're done with his his character do you think it's going to be um something else in this phase or uh, the next falcon and the winter soldier season whatever that may be i wonder if we're going to see him in uh like secret wars mm-hmm. um, yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see who pops up in that show you know yeah um other than that like i expect to see him in captain america 4 mm-hmm. but he's not gonna it's not gonna be his story it's gonna be sam's story yeah i i'm kind of on the same way there's there's like a few ideas i've thought of um secret wars is one of them wait what did i just say secret, secret wars secret, secret invasion sorry no it's okay um, Armor Wars. I could see him popping up in that because, like, Don Cheadle popped up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess you could. Um, I guess like, and, and plus, you know, there, there's there's the theory that um, Agent Carter is going to yeah. be yeah in that. So I, I wonder if they would keep that that storyline, and maybe they'll, they'll add mm-hmm. to it of um, Bucky finding out that she's evil. You know, kind of that kind of yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I, I think you could say the same with probably Ironheart as well. Um, mm-hmm. Although I feel that one's like less likely, just because I, uh, I kind of agree with what we had talked about in the last episode that they're gonna on these like shows with the kids, they're gonna be like kind of focusing on the kids because, like, they are gonna set up some project with Young Avengers. Um, and then that that leads me to movies. Like, what what movie could he pop up in this phase? The only one I can think of is if they went back uh, if they did something with black panther um uh, who knows what that story is going to be about though if they if they would be able to fit that in there that's the only other movie i can think of in this phase because they aren't having a big team up one as far as we know um so then i would just uh, and then just moving on to the next phase i I, yeah i agree i'd I'd expect him to see expect to see him in captain america 4 um yeah but it'll, it'll be interesting i'm glad to see that he wants to keep playing the character because I don't think we've gotten enough out of his character yet. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree. I'm excited to see more from him. Um, but we can move on to our next story, and that is What If has been confirmed to premiere in August. How excited are you for this, Adam? Give me a scale of 1 to 10. Hmm. I'm at like a like a 7 right now. But mm-hmm. as as we get closer to it, I'm more excited for it. Like like when they were like, you know, announcing all this stuff, I was like excited for everything. And then they're like, oh, like a non-canon cartoon show i was like okay whatever like in the context of everything else like that's kind of you know the lamest one of the bunch but now that it's it's um like it's coming and it's gonna have kind of its time to shine like i'm gonna be excited to watch it in all honesty yeah i completely agree with that i think it's like i'm at the same point where you i'm at like a six or seven probably but 
that conversation that we just had about Endgame, I think that the podcasts are going to be super interesting to talk about like what happened in the most recent episode and just, you know, kind of give our thoughts about it. Cause it, it's fun, like speculating, like, like the, what if like something else had happened, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and which I mean, exact that's exactly what the show is. And it, 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 I'm happy that they're doing something like this and it's not just some like goofy thing that they're doing. Like they're going to take it seriously and they have like the actual uh, like yeah. actors playing the character. I think that's the, about it. um, is like the, the actors are doing the voices for mm-hmm. the characters. And I know a lot of people bring it up that the, it's going to be Chadwick Boseman's last yeah. appearance as T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Um, which that, that is going to be kind of... Like, it's going to be cool sad, to but it's going to be yeah. like cool as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder what they're going to do. Maybe that, they'll, that'll be like this, this, this season ending or whatever. Um, but it is something like without seeing what this is about, I like without seeing like episodes, I guess is what I'm saying. Like I can definitely see this being something a multiple season thing and me being like interested in it every single like year or season. Because like there's always different stories that they can use in like different ways that they can take it. Like there's mm-hmm. different stories that you could probably tell with each like each movie. Like there's probably like two or three that you could do with Iron Man and then like two or three you could do with Captain America. Like they're already doing um Peggy getting uh, getting the serum instead. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm just like I- I'm super excited for this. Sh- I-, I guess like just talking about it, I'm probably higher than a six or seven. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm probably at like an eight or nine now. Um, but we're gonna move on to our fourth story, and that is um, just a quick one. You know, we're gonna we're gonna pay tribute to one of the greatest movies of all time, The Empire Strikes Back, turned for- forty one years old this week. What a great movie, Adam! This, I mean, this is my favorite Star Wars movie. I believe it's your favorite too. Mm-hmm, um, this is correct. Yeah. Yeah, just you know, give me your give me your favorite moment from this movie. Hmm. I love when they're in the the sky city. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I, great. I, I, like even you, you know, yeah, there's the fight with Darth Vader and stuff. Like, yeah, that's amazing. But I just, mm-hmm. I love when they're like they're just bulling, like in the sky city, and the robots are just walking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that's a great part for me. Uh, I you know. I, if you guys can't tell, I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan, probably a little bit more so than Adam. He takes the Marvel. I take the Star Wars. But The Empire Strikes Back is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's probably the only Star Wars movie I'd give a 10 out of 10 to. I think it's great. If I had watched it in person, like in person when it had come out, I'd love to see like Luke, I am your father. Like that, watching that in that time, like when it came out, would have been incredible to see. And like, oh, like what a crazy plot twist. Um, un- unfortunately, like going into this movie, it was just about everything from Star Wars, as I already kind of knew that was going to happen um, when I was like eight years old. So, so when I watched it, it wasn't too super surprising. So, like my favorite, I-, I could go through. I'll I'll just give you like my th- three favorite parts. I love the uh, the battle on Hoth in there. Um, it- I-, I love the 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 interaction about with Han and Leia, because he's just, like, such a dick to her. I just think it's, like, kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when Luke is training with Yoda. I love getting to see Yoda for the first time and just, like, hearing about this, like, great, great Jedi, and you just see Yoda, and you're like, what the hell's wrong with this dude? And it's cool getting to see his his character actually do stuff in the prequels. And then when they're in the Cloud City and Lando, like, betrays them, it's crazy. And then also, like, Han like getting fro- frozen, 
like in carbon is like crazy at the end this movie is incredible if you if you're watching this you've probably seen the star wars movie but if you haven't just watch the original three watch four five and six and you know you can just end it there if you wanted to just like watch those movies they're amazing um mm-hmm. but we're gonna move on to our fifth and final story and that's just a little a little quickie on the knives out cast uh it's getting super spicy here Dave Bautista, Catherine Hahn, Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Kate Hudson, and Leslie Odom Jr. have been added to the cast. And how excited does this make you for the sequel? I was I was always excited for the sequel, but now seeing mm-hmm. that they're pulling all these people, I, obviously they had huge pulls in, um, in the first movie, which was yeah. cool. And I, I was super excited to see because um, you know we knew it was going to be Daniel Craig, but then just another you know great ensemble of characters um mm-hmm. and now we have like a third one <laughs> coming after this too um, yeah so it, it's it's just cool is um is ryan johnson directing this yeah. one too he's okay. doing all, i think he's doing all three writing that's, and that, that's great dude this movie's gonna be fun to watch i i completely agree it's just like such a such a cool concept that i'm just sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for that lakeith stanfield confirmation i need mm-hmm. him to come back because he's like right now, he's one of my favorite actors, and he probably will be for the next twenty or thirty years. He's just phenomenal. But um, with with this this cast of characters that I just announced, it's going to be exciting to see to like just look at the cast list from all three of the movies mm-hmm. when they're eventually done. Um, and who, who knows if they're going to do more than that? But just from these three movies, like who knows how many A listers they're going to have between the three of them. Mm-hmm. It, it's just crazy to think about it. and I, i'm super excited and you know i'm glad i don't have to go get out of you know get out of my house and go to the theater to watch it i can just sit and watch it on netflix that's true so, that's yeah. true um but that's gonna you know do it for today's show unless you have anything to add adam i know that's it for me okay yeah we'll we'll catch you guys on tuesday for a gaming show and then if you don't watch that listen to that we'll be back on sunday for another matinee but until next time everyone have a good one see ya